All right, we're Bye. recording, so whenever you want to start. Well, I guess that's how we're starting it. You know, it honestly won't be a normal episode without an unorthodox of introduction. Of course. I mean, that's that just wouldn't be our style now, would it? Now, you guys are hearing, you're probably thinking, why is Nick sound like he's on the phone? Because he is on the phone. Because due to life and scheduling, as has been the common theme of the last couple episodes, we're doing it remotely. The remote. last year. We're, yeah, we're doing the podcast today remotely from uh his his place of home and my place of home why because daddy got a second job uh, there we go <laughs> because well, and actually and actually i got a second job too yeah so. so so you know you're probably thinking wow these assholes are still doing this you know what <laughs> life happens i had school now nick has school now we both have second jobs because due to covid unfortunately we can't uh, sustain our our life with just the basics anymore. Yeah, <laughs> not that I could in the first place, but. But uh, Nick, Nick, do you want to tell everyone what your second job is now? Uh, it's actually at the Humane Society, so I'm pretty stoked on that because I'll actually be able to do my uh, my externship hours there. So that way, once I'm done with school, I pretty much already have a job in the field. So. It'll be pretty sick. So Nick is working with puppies and kitties, and <laughs> is there any other? Do you guys have any other animals there besides cats and and dogs? So get this, I actually found out. So there's a uh, there's another site in Escondido, right? Right. And I found out they have fucking hippos, bears, like all that wildlife at that site. Wait, well, bears and hippos in Escondido? And just, yeah. It, well, think about it. What's close to Escondido? The safari park. But why are they at the so, Humane Society? Because the, sometimes uh, what they have at the safari park isn't sufficient as far as like taking care of the animals. So they got to take it to the Humane Society. So you're telling me that the safari park that is created and maintained for wildlife animals can't take care of wildlife animals. No, no, that is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying sometimes they need the the extra help. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not like yeah. it's not like they're it's not like they're giving up the hippo. They just need to put the hippo somewhere else. Right. Exactly. Very interesting. I didn't. I actually didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that either until I <laughs> until I went for my little tour. So so it's pretty interesting. Which location are you working at then? Uh, over on Gain Street. It's it's right there. Um, Pretty close to Marina Boulevard. Oh, very. Oh, okay. So you're, you're so you're like closer to my neck of the woods. Yeah, I, it's it's gonna be like stupid close to uh, my other job. Um, so if I ever need to like do hours in the morning uh, for externship and then go to work, you know, it's not gonna be that much of a commute. So, but they're still paying you though, right? Like you're getting paid for this uh for this time at the Humane Society. For the externship. Yeah. Oh, so, the, so so your time at the Humane Society is for just internship hours only? Well, part of it is. I, I did actually get hired on uh, for a different position. It's in guest relations, mm -hmm. but um, I'll have to do separate hours in order to uh, get the externship hours because I have to do 240 hours before I can graduate. Uh -huh. So that pretty much uh, boils down to doing 30 hours a week for eight weeks. So... I'm trying to figure out where 
and for the most part, they're saying that they can only do externship hours um, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday right. from from nine to six. So like, basically a ten hour shift is mm-hmm. what I would be doing. Um, but then I'm having to try to figure out, okay, well, can we change up my work schedule to make society and then basically put me down to just like one day a week at the UPS store, which I would love because I want to get out of that fucking place. Right, right, right. So you, so you would work one day at UPS. The rest of the week would be uh, guest relations, and then the small part of the week would be uh, would be your in uh, your extern hours. Right. So basically, wow. in a nutshell, I'll be working seven days a week straight for and, eight weeks. And thirty hours of those 30. are going to be uh, free. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I guess, oh, dude, that's it. You know what? I, but what you're doing though is super good because, uh, you know, update with me, uh, COVID post graduation. You're probably thinking, Michael, what are you doing? Um, I am working. Uh, I'm working a job that I never thought I would ever get into. Two, um, I'm also stuck in this part where I'm applying for jobs and I can't get an interview because I have no experience. I traded in having no you know very little to no school debt which is great but i now don't have any experience because i chose to work instead of doing internships nick is doing internships and working but i focus on full-time work and not having anything to do for hours for like an internship so now i'm stuck with telling people i have my degree and it's kind of funny because you kind of hear people joke about the new generation now about how it's not about having a degree. It's about who, who you know and what you can do. And I thought, well, having a degree might let me at least get my foot in the door. And I can't even get my foot in the door because they want at least one year of experience. Even though yeah. I have a degree and I claim that I can learn a one year's worth of experience in just a couple months of training, they are all being like, no, nah, we're going to go with other people. Thank you so much for your concerns. Or, or you know, oh, right now we're just not interviewing or hiring right now. So I'm stuck in this limbo of not having the – I have the degree, but I don't have the experience. And that is why I'm not getting the door open. Isn't that – but that's a bunch of bullshit in all honesty. It's like, you know, even without the experience, it's like you should – they should be able to be like, oh, you know what? We'll bring them in. We'll, you know, kind of show them the ropes a little bit in order to get that experience. You know, right. it's like. Well, it's also been hard too because a lot of the positions I've been applying for, they're like mid level to senior tier. I mean, I, 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 I knowingly do not apply for senior level positions. If they want five or more years of experience, I normally don't waste my time and apply because I'll just get a gentle no. Or, yeah. I'll, or I'll just get ignored, which is fine. But <laughs> but like I look up specifically entry level. And if it says one to three years of experience, I go, okay. So they, you know, that's basically nothing. And so I put in my application. I, I send my resume. I, I make sure I write a nice cover letter where I'm like, hey, I have great time management skills. I'm very quick at learning. Trying to make a good first impression. And all the emails I get are, sorry, no. And then the one internship I applied for, it was for free, and the only compensation was for college credits. And the lady emailed me back saying, unfortunately, college credits are only what we offer, so we can't offer it to you because you're, you're not a student anymore. And I was like, that's some bullshit. Like, you don't have to pay me. I'll do it for free. Like, I just need the experience. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks, but 
it's unfortunately it's the nature of the beast, but I just really, it, honestly, if, if I didn't need, um, fucking externship hours in order to graduate, I, there's no way in hell I would be doing it. And that's, what's tough. And that is the nature of post-graduation and finishing up your degree, whether it is uh, full college or a trade school or, or even an online thing that you're doing that's like the struggle right is getting that experience um and that's and that's what limbo i'm stuck in now so of course i'm back bartending because in san diego things are opening back up and um things are starting to get you know a little bit more lighter and i like the bar job that i'm in but that's not what i want to do for my entire life right yeah i mean some people are okay with that but others are just like you know i need to get the fuck out yeah well i mean hey i mean I honestly thought like, wow, like I'm finally done. It took a whole pandemic and a virus to finally make me step out of, <laughs> out of the restaurant industry. And here I am. Go figure. <laughs> here I am a couple months later going back into bartending because of just not being able to find something, not being able to be given the chance to. So it's an interesting moment going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, so another fun thing happened. Um, so I got blood work done uh, uh-huh. last this past Saturday and just got my uh, results back because mainly I wanted to just make sure all my levels were good, like test levels, you know, make sure I'm not pre-diabetic or anything like that. So thankfully, well, not thankfully, um, I'm like on the verge of being pre-diabetic. Oh, no. Not, yeah, but honestly, it has to do with like mainly my weight and just like how I'm eating and everything like that, which dude, I, I knew that's what it was from the beginning. So I'm not like too worried. Cause I can reverse that pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that they said that was uh, kind of out of range was uh, my cholesterol. So normal level was, uh, or not was, but is uh, 200 and I'm at 210. So it's slightly elevated, but I mean, honestly, they basically just said cut out, uh, egg yolks, cheese, red meat for a, a little while, you know, increase my cardio and basically all this shit that I already knew. So basically but, don't have any, um, whole source of protein and bump up your cardio. Pretty much. I mean, for the most part, that's basically what it, what it boils down to. Do you, so, do, you do you even eat a lot of red meat? Which is funny because no. I don't. I, I mean, lately I have been eating a lot more eggs and cheese, so that actually makes sense. Because hmm. uh, I do a lot more chicken than anything else, because it's easier to prepare. Right. So, so do you uh, think do you think egg whites are okay, or or or, or is yeah. he wanting the whole egg? No, they said egg whites are fine. It's the it's actual yolk mm. that has the most cholesterol and everything, because that's mainly where you get the protein from. But egg whites are still still okay. So I just gotta focus on that cheese in moderation is okay like i don't have to cut it out completely but like just not as much as i would normally do um but yeah so that's pretty much where i'm sitting at and thankfully my test levels are normal so i was kind of concerned about that because i know once you hit 25 your testosterone levels start like going down but they said i'm at normal so 
I mean, that's definitely a plus. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, when you're t- when you're when, after twenty, it's like between twenty five and twenty seven, your your production of testosterone starts to decrease, but it's not like it completely gets dropped. It's not like you're going to do a test and all, of, and all of a sudden it's going to be like, wow, uh, Mr. Dorian, you have zero testosterone. No, but honestly, I think by the time I hit thirty five, I'll probably have to start doing like TRT or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a I have a coworker who he's in his um he's a correction officer and he's in his man i want to say like early 40s and he's been doing trt because he needs a little bit more you know umph when it when it's dealing with like um inmates and stuff like that yeah so honestly probably by the time i hit 35 that's probably when i'll have to start doing trt but until a doctor says something then i mean i'll just kind of roll with it yeah definitely Um, but dude so i (laughs) You know how big into strongman and everything like like pretty much anything lifting wise. You know how much I'm into it, right? Right. That's so, the, that's the whole premise of this podcast originally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, the 2020 World Strongest Man competition was held in Florida, and guess where it's going to be this year? San Diego. Fucking Sacramento. Okay. Sacramento. No, no, no. It gets worse. <laughs> the reason why I say worse, and you'll you'll know why. Well, worse, but not in a bad way. Um, so it's in June. It's in Sacramento, which is about a seven and a half, eight hour drive from here, right? Okay. But pretty much, depending on when it is, I mean, no matter what, it's gonna suck as far as the timing, because me, Saber, and her parents were going to uh, Flagstaff for 4th of July. Okay. So, unfortunately, even though the World's Strongest Man competition is in the same state that I'm in, I won't be able to go. Because you'll be in a different state? That, not at the same time, it's just the money. Like, mm. the money the money and the timing. I, like, you know what? For Really? Uh, really? The one time it's that in... I may be able to go. You know, I bet you anything going to Sacramento flying is probably the same price, especially now. Getting tickets to fly out there is probably the same price as spending gas going up and down there. I'd rather spend personally, I mean this is personally, but I would rather spend an extra hundred bucks and fly and get there in an hour, two hours, than have to drive eight hours, bro. Because when I go back home, that's four hours, five hours max. And then Sacramento is another like five hours after I get home, eh, like five or six hours. So I can't imagine doing an eight to possibly 10 hour drive. And that's expecting everyone's going to be driving smoothly um, just to go. Like you'd probably be, have a better off uh, flying. Honestly, I prefer driving. If you and I were to make that drive, that would be so funny. It would be just nonstop <laughs> metal and hitting each other and, Pretty much. <laughs> that would be, be a, that would be a funny be that would be a funny like, road trip vlog. Like one of these days, we need to do a road trip vlog. I don't, I don't care where it is or where we're going. We just need to do one. Hmm. Where what would be a good destination for us to go for for a road trip? I mean, we could always go to Arizona. I mean, that's a pretty decent trip, and it's yeah. it's somewhere that we both are familiar with. Um, God, you know what? I honestly, I honestly think a good Vegas trip would be fun. I think going Vegas with friends is really fun. I haven't been to Vegas with like an actual group of friends to like go and have fun. 
uh, in like 10 years. I've been to Vegas in the last 10 years, but not with like a group of friends. Right. Yeah. I like last time I was in Vegas, um, God, it had to be like, I think three years ago. Would you three? Did Uh you wait? You guys didn't. Oh, wait. I just realized we didn't even end up going to Vegas for that competition, right? That because because of COVID. Sure. So, oh, yeah. 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 Because I want to say it was like June or July that there was supposed to be a a competition, right? Yeah. Just somewhere along those lines. But yeah, it ended up canceling it. Because I was in the process of prepping for it, but then I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Well, because of COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. So, but, well, COVID, and then it was around the time that I started school, so just the timing was just horrible. Yeah, so. it's, it's super weird to, like, see, um, like, I got what's, it's called Pull. It's a BMX magazine. I just got my magazine in the mail, and they have all, like, the, the races there for, like, the following, um for like the following year and it's like there's some stuff in california but like man i literally 2019 was like all right i'm gonna start racing and training and then COVID happened and now i'm like the (laughs) last like you got your bike and everything and yeah my bike saw one national race and that was it i mean i had plans to go to bakersfield i had plans to go to here and especially being in san diego and Chula and like being close to chula vista where the olympic center is at there's all kinds of races that happen down here plus all like the california races that are fun to go to are all wrapped around san diego they're like an hour or two hour away from me compared to like when i was back home like my little brother would have to drive like four or five hours and then COVID yeah. happened, and I and I haven't got to do any of that. And like I've, I was almost on the cusp of selling my bike, just to make some extra money. And Jessica was like, "You're gonna sell your bike that you spent a lot of money and time investing, getting and building and using." I'm like, "Ah, oh, maybe." She goes, "Would you ever want to get back into racing after COVID?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, maybe." Like I love doing it, and like, yeah, I would like to go out and ride. She goes, "Then don't get rid of it, because then you're gonna get rid of it." And then in a year or two, you're going to have the itch to go out and ride. And then you're going to have to buy a whole new bike again. And that's money that I don't think you should waste and have to use. So I don't think you should. So I didn't actually end up selling it. I ended up actually keeping it. Well, that'd be like me selling all my gym equipment. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Yeah, that's like you being like, all right, I'm not going to – I'm going to take a break from lifting. And then all of a sudden, you have to rebuy all the stuff that just now, a year after COVID has started – has now finally uh, refer or uh, re reinvent. Sorry, what's the what's the word I'm trying to say? Gotten to restock Re-invest. online. Reinvest in everything. Yeah, because I mean I've done that. I've I've unfortunately I've done that in my life where I've sold something thinking I'm not going to need it, and then literally like a couple like months later, uh, I'm like, oh, why did I get rid of it? Yeah, it's <sighs> it's shitty, but. You know, thankfully, I have pretty much everything that I need in my backyard, and I can go meet up with Joel whenever I need to. Like, if I'm doing a heavier lift, then I can go and meet up with him if I need a spot. Like, if Saber's not available to spot me or anything like that. So. Oh, definitely. I mean, and that's the thing is DC Barbell um, has been has been has been such a savior. I've been able to go there and train 
you it gives it it allows you to be able to go and train too because uh, we've talked about it multiple times but man there's so many lifters out there who do not have the luxury of being able to have an at-home gym you know and luckily gyms are starting to open up again so it's 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 good but i mean gyms are opening but it's also like they're making you wear a face mask like when you're lifting it i i get it i do like god damn it if it's not stupid (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's super uncomfortable. I mean, because it's like I've I even tried doing it here at home just to kind of see what it's like. Mm-hmm. No, can't do it. I I because you're basically breathing in all that hot air that you're expelling, and it's like it, it just completely fucks with you. Like if you're not used to doing it like that, then it's gonna fuck with you. Yeah. I mean, I luckily like uh I've seen some. I, I've I've gotten some like those athletic performance masks and like even when I'm working, it it definitely deals with better because I mean like even when I work my weekend job I have to be sometimes physical and and sometimes I feel like I'm being suffocated and it, it's such a weird feeling and it sucks too so I can't imagine like lifting weights and actually like breathing heavy especially me like being out of shape if I do any form of working out that math is going to, that mask is literally going to suffocate me. So like, I can't imagine doing like my Peloton ride with a mask on. Nope. I don't want to imagine that. (laughs) Nope. Fuck that. So yeah. Cause I have friends who do that, who like, wear like, they wear like the, like, um, like they have like those full masks that they use and it just doesn't look comfortable. Like they're taking pictures of gym selfies and they're being like, Oh, you know, never, never stop the grind, never stop, stop the hustle. But I'm like, yeah, but that you look miserable. Like you look like you're going to suffocate. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've seen that too. It's like, just, just don't like save yourself the trouble. Just don't. Yeah. Don't just do get, your, just, just make a gym at home. Like that's the best way. Yeah. And all honesty, like, but see, a lot of people can't afford that, you know, cause with the equipment that we have right now, um, I think, I think total probably about three grand. Oh, at least. Yeah. I mean, it's what we threw down and that mainly, that mainly came from not so much the rack. Uh, cause I mean the, the rack is good, but it's not like your state of the art type rack, like what you get from rogue fitness or rep fitness or anything like that. But it's definitely, you know, it's, it's earned its weight so far for what I put it through. Um, but no, most of the, the cost came from, uh, fucking plates. No, like yeah. All, all, all the plates that we have, cause we have close to like 700 pounds worth of plates. And then we also have, um, <laughs> what's funny is when we were starting to, you know, kind of overhaul the backyard and everything like that, just get things the way that we want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we found a ton and I mean a ton of two inch plates, right? Or not two inch plates, uh, one inch plates. And, uh, I think besides the bumper plates that we have and the, the rubber, uh, the rubber coated steel plates, I think we have probably another almost a hundred pounds that probably almost actually, no, probably almost another 200 pounds worth of, uh, one inch plates. Oh, wow. So it's, it's ridiculous how, how much we found. But, yeah. uh, yeah, it's uh, honestly, I, without my little getaway in the backyard there, my sanity would be out the window. Oh yeah. I mean, 
it's oh. kind of like i mean honestly i i kind of like really enjoy working out at home or working at your setup because there's no wait in line there's no having to wait for someone to pick up those 25 dumb 25 pound dumbbells that i wanted to use there's no um you know having to yeah basically just wait wait for for what you want to use yeah and i like the fact of being home granted being home does sometimes take me a little bit to get mentally at least for me get to like in the motivation to want to work out you know like the motivation of getting up taking pre-workout driving to the gym is always really good to like motivate me make me want to do it at home yeah. I, I always tell myself all right tomorrow morning i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna i'm gonna go and use my dumbbells i'm gonna lift and i'm gonna do like you know an hour of just like lifting and 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 just working out and then i end up sleeping in and then next thing you know i'm like eh, i can do it tomorrow <laughs> Yeah, it sucks when it comes to that. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, And I've actually started uh, incorporating a lot more uh, uh, log, log press. Mm-hmm. So, just because I need to get my overhead game way up there. So, I mean, I'm not going to be to where, <laughs> uh, where Jose Baez or any of these other guys are as far as, like, trying to go for the uh, the log press world record so right well i mean because you're because you're starting to do more like uh strongman workouts right i i'm trying to yeah i mean i'm definitely working with what i got i mean i got my my farmer hand my farmer carry handles that i made um those are about 20 pounds a piece but eventually once i have the money for it i want to get some like bigger wood and get like just make the handles a lot heavier Mm -hmm. like if I could get those things close to like 30, maybe 40 pounds a piece. And you know, that way I don't have to load up as much weight. Um, cause I mean, right now I have to load it up and not, not a ton, but enough to where like it's challenging. Um, but basically like I, I want to redo those altogether. Like I want to find better specs to put it together make it a lot more sturdy and, you know, treat the wood to where, you know, if there's any moisture in the air, it doesn't get fucked up or anything like that. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing when you build something, right? You do the first model and then you think about what you could do to make it better. And then you make a second set. And next thing you know, by the time you do your third attempt to making it, boom, you got like the perfect set. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just about time and money now. So, I mean, which honestly I got plenty of time. Like, I'm not too worried about it. It's it's just the money, which actually, thankfully, um, so Sabre and I did our, our taxes already. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> Are you still waiting on W-2s? No, no, I did mine too, but it, it was, oh man, bro, doing taxes this year, I was so, so nervous. Because <laughs> you thought you were going to owe? Well, I, well, I ended up, I ended up, I did owe, but not as much as I thought. Like, so like, how, you know. How much did you end up owing? I only had I only had to owe a couple hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. So it so what happened was I got put into like a weird little predicament. My so since I went to school and stuff like that, my uh, tax guy goes, "Hey, so we didn't claim this the last two years. Did you, um, did you claim this like relief something? I forgot what it's called, but he was like, "Did you did you claim four years of school already?" And I was like, "I don't know." He goes, "Well, did you finish school in four years or less?" And I was like, I think so. And he goes, well, last year you said you did it in four years. And I had to do an extra semester because of um, 
a, a miscalculation on credits that I messed up on. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm maybe four and a half, maybe five years. It took me to finish my bachelor's degree. And that's with going off and on in school. So I, I don't, uh, I don't know. And he was like, well, he goes, we can claim you did in four years and you'll get, you'll get way more money back. But if the government finds out that you did, it took you longer than this set amount of time, then you have to owe the money back next year. He goes, so we oh, that's right. You told me. About yeah. That. So he was like, you can, you know, flip the coin and get money back or you can owe money. And I was like, how much would I have to owe if I decide to go with this claiming I did school in four years? He goes, oh, you would have to owe like over a grand back to the government next year. And I was like, you know what? Mm, knowing my luck right now and how COVID has been to me personally, <laughs> um, I decided right. just to uh, not deal with it. And so I ended up having to owe. So, um, which honestly, which which would you prefer, owing a couple hundred bucks now or paying a grand next year? I mean, and that's a hundred percent the reason why I decided just to yeah. not worry about it. And so, makes more sense. I was super, you know, I was nervous because I I I took unemployment this year, and you know, it's kind of personally it made me frustrated because if I had my choice. I would have just worked at my restaurant job through COVID. Like I had no issues with working during COVID, being essential. If it was my it was my choice, I would have just kept continue working despite the risks of being out in public. Because for me, that would have been um, for me it would have been better for me. I would have I would have been able to make my normal income and keep going with keep continuing with life. But since they had to shut everything down. I had I had no no choice but to take unemployment. So it was kind of um yeah, so it was kind of nerve-wracking cuz when I did like I said when I did do my taxes, I was thinking, "Oh man, I'm going to be owing all this money," which is not the case. Um and also it was really weird because my tax guy was telling me that he had so many people not come do their taxes right when tax season opened. Like right when you're eligible to file your taxes, a lot of people didn't do it. A lot of people were are, are waiting. So I'm hoping he got, um, I'm hoping he was able to get all his clients back. But I guess it's like a big thing that people are, are super nervous for right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. But yeah, so Saber and I, we did ours um, through TurboTax. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did the free one, but it still costs, uh, you know, it, those little fees here and there. But, yeah, uh, dude, I'm getting back, like, the biggest refund that I've ever gotten, especially mm. with being in school. Nice. So, but the downside is, um, Saber and I were talking about it, I th and I think we both agreed that um, I'm probably going to put towards – not a lot of it, but a good chunk of it uh, towards my car to try to get, you know, whatever is going on with it taken care of just so, you know, I can hold <clears throat> hold on to it for another few months before essentially trading it in. Right. And also, the more you get fixed on it, the more you'll be able to negotiate possibly a higher price. Yeah. Because your car is your car. Is your car paid off yet? No, I still I'm almost in the two thousand dollar range. Oh, nice. You're super close then. Yeah, I'm pretty close, but it's like it just sucks. Like, I have other things that I would want to do with that money, but I also got to remember, like, got to be able to get around for a little while longer. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, man, it's making that decision as an adult 
uh to be like oh i'm getting money back yeah and it has to go straight to bills 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 i mean i mean that's why i'm like i'm glad that i have a second job but i'm thinking to myself like oh sweet like i'll be making more money per year now or per month like i'm making i'll have that extra money to go to my savings and then i thought oh i'll be able to buy this and get this and then i realized uh yeah i fortunately i can't because you know i have to recuperate what i lost during covid and it's like one of those things where everyone's going through that yeah so but it is what it is i mean it's not a crazy amount of shit that's going on with it thankfully like i know a little bit of what's going on i just don't know how to fix it so i'm gonna have to take it somewhere oh yeah Um, so but uh saber and her family they have a um a mechanic that they've been taking their cars to for years so you know that, that's obviously where I'll, where I'll take mine yeah definitely you want something you trust because that's the thing with mechanics is you'll take it somewhere and that all of a sudden you know what nick um we can do it for this amount of money i think you should do this and blah 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 and then you'll be good yeah so I mean, Saber and I are both thinking maybe like twelve hundred bucks is what it'll come out to, which I'm hoping it's a hell of a lot less. But yeah, well, I'm hoping it's not a hell of a lot more because, yeah, I mean, I mean, what like what issues do you have like with your car, like 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 that you? Dude, I I don't even know right now. Like it's been a while since I got it looked at, so I I don't know if it's more or less than what's going on now. Mm-hmm. So. I at some point I got to take it in to just get a uh, like diagnostic run on it. Yeah, get, is your check engine line on? It's been on for months, bro. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: I still need to go get an oil change, and huh. that's part of the reason why the check engine light is on. But I never have the time or the money to do it. Have you had um? Ha- I mean, um, I, yeah. I mean, I would definitely get your check engine light diag diagnosed um god that that i i have had such bad i mean i've had the worst experience with the cars you know first my first car uh always had the check engine line on so i do all this stuff to it um my second car blew up on me my third car i totaled um my my dodge was good but then the clutch started sticking my jeep is the first car i've owned my entire life since age since age 19 that i've owned that has been you know, knock on wood, I've had for just about four years now. I bought it like after my first year living in San Diego. I've had it four years. I've had zero issues, zero, zero issues. And I'm hoping it continues to be that way because I had the worst luck. So whenever I hear check engine light I and I hear even if my car like starts off kind of weird, I always immediately start assuming the worst. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like freaking out because I know if it was something like horrible because last time I took it in, They were like, you know, it's not something imperative that you need to get fixed, but, you know, try to do it somewhat soon. So, like, they didn't say, like, oh, you know, if you you take this off a lot now, you're going to pretty much break down. They didn't say anything like that, thankfully. But, you know, I've been driving with it like that for a while, and, like, I'm probably causing more damage than – than what i know right now yeah but, well you know a lot of times a lot of time, the... go ahead a lot of times those lights are um your whoops your your thing not working um hang on sorry um your uh 
your gas cap not being tight. It could be a sensor. So there's a lot of like minor things yeah. that can happen in your um in your car that can be easily replaced. Um, I'm just hoping See, it's that, not. That, that, that's that's what I'm thinking. It is that right now it's probably a sensor, but I mean I. I, I since I'll have the money this time around, I'd rather just go take it in, you know, whatever's going on, fucking fix yeah. it. Have them def my, my biggest advice again, oil change. Um, definitely an oil change. Change the oil filter, air filter. Ask them to check your timing belts, your heating tubes to make sure everything is nice and secure in there. Um, and the reason why I say heating tubes is because I went and got like a maintenance on my car one time, my my second truck, or like my second my first car that I bought. It was not given to me. And the heating hose burst, allowing all the water to drain out of my block, causing my truck to explode. Nice. Yeah. So uh, definitely your timing belt and stuff like that. Uh, hopefully, it sounds a lot like it's going to be more of like a sensor issue, which won't be a big deal. But I think, yeah, I think uh, I, I'm hoping it'll be less than 1200 bucks. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um yeah, I'm hoping it's nothing crazy. So yeah, speaking of cars, though, my dad—I talked to my dad yesterday. He was able to sell his uh, Corvette. I was telling you about. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah, he went to the junkyard, and you know, because for anyone who's listening, um, it's been a while. My dad's Corvette blew up. Um, he was having an oil leak, so he went to go take it in. Um, and by taking it in, he dropped it off at his buddy's house. His buddy, um, <laughs> broke down the engine, checked it out. You know put oil in, turned it on, and it made a cracked sound, and essentially he cracked the rod that's in the engine. So essentially the engine is is completely out of out of commission. It would cost him another nine grand to get the engine swapped. It would be six grand to do a complete engine rebuild, which is money that he could spend if he wanted to, but not necessarily wanting to. So he went to the junkyard. They said they'll give him thirty five hundred for it. He said no. He needs at least sixty five for it to like be okay with selling it. And yeah. he looked around, found a couple guys who are collectors and that enjoy as a hobby rebuilding Corvettes. And my dad's Corvette's a bright, you know, bright yellow with blacked out rims. Like it's a it's a nice looking car. And uh, he found a guy who bought it for him sixty five hundred cash. Damn. So my dad finally got rid of his Corvette, and he, you know, I asked him, you know, how are you? He said, you know, it, it's, I'm bummed because I lost, you know, my favorite car, but now he's talking about wanting to go buy another Corvette, but he wants a, um, I forgot what it's called. Essentially, he wants a bigger car, bigger Corvette than he probably should have. Yeah. It's like the, what is it? Oh, it's a Z. I think it's a Z08. He said he wanted. <laughs> Yeah, I, th I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a Z or it's like a Z something. I don't know. I really don't know much about cars besides the. Yeah, I think it's like a Z08. Yeah, he wants like a Z08, which yeah. I laugh because I'm like, that's like a hundred fifty thousand dollar car, like, and you want that. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I wish I wish there was more. Um, I wish there were more bigger things happening in life to share for everyone who's listened to our podcast, who's been here since day one, but with COVID, yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the original content that we had, you know, with like powerlifting and training and having interviews and stuff like that, it all kind of, uh, kind of slow down because with life, I mean, we've had to adjust and accommodate. It's been tough. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like Karina still wants to come on, uh, at some point, um, 
Miss Quadzilla herself. She she still wants to come on at some point, but I did see just... I did see the video of you. Uh, was that her who you lifted and like walked the parking lot with? <laughs> yeah, it was. You threw her over your shoulder. Yeah, because I <laughs> Joel wanted me to do farmer carry, so I was like, um, "Does carrying another lifter count?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's cardio. Go ahead and do it." Hmm. I'm like, and I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> but yeah. But we'll, we'll we'll eventually, hopefully, when co- when COVID uh gets a lot lighter, hopefully we'll start be able to bring on uh more people or just be able to regularly post a lot more. Until then, it's just been a lot of um trying to figure out how to get through this pandemic. As you know, in California specifically for here, things keep opening and closing and changing. Yeah, so it's been a shit show and a half, but. It is what it is. But for the 20 people who listened to us in the last uh, week, uh, thank you so much for keeping up the, the the listening. I mean, it's it's not as much as we used to get, but, I mean, there's still people coming and checking out our content, so that's always good to see. Yeah, for sure. Like, like I said, or like how we both said, I mean, we definitely appreciate, appreciate you guys uh, sticking around and everything like that, you know, because – with life and you know us getting into our 30s and you know becoming adults and shit (laughs) oh yeah that's the biggest thing is being in our 30s god man like it's funny i'm gonna be so i'm gonna be 29 and my body tells me i'm 60 oh yeah you know what that's the biggest thing i i've i've learned this year is i'll be 30 this year and my mind do i still feel like i'm like 18 19 and then i I, I go and I I do something physical and my knee starts to throb. And the next day I'm like limping a little bit because my knee hurts. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm not as young as I thought I was. <laughs> Dude, want to know what's crazy? So Saber and I, and it's funny because we've been talking about this a lot. Um, on the days that, like on the weekend, for example, like uh, probably about eight o'clock. Her and I are in bed about ready to get uh, about ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, we're old. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm going to bed at 11 o'clock and I, and I feel like I'm staying up to 3 a.m. The way I feel the next morning when I wake up. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. But I don't know. Yeah, I do. I know. But I mean, honestly, it's it's not a horrible thing getting older because it's like let's face it all through our 20s we pretty much did everything we could possibly want to do as far as like partying and shit like that and even then i wasn't big into partying because i i did most of that shit in high school Mm -hmm. like between 18 to 20 i did all that shit hey i was uh i did all my partying between 23 and 26 where i went ham like when i started doing comedy that was the best, bro. Like going to do shows. I yeah. go I mean, I remember going on stage super drunk and thinking to myself, like, this is the best thing ever. And then doing comedy at 26, 27, I've kind of realized that going on stage super drunk probably isn't the best idea. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the the best thing in the world. But you know, at that point in time, it's like, you know, we're just trying to just trying to get it 
get it done, you know, try to get that, you know, energy going. Mm-hmm. Well, but. it's it's super funny because here I am. I, I so I went to the driving range Monday with uh, my old boss from the lot. Yeah. We went and played golf, and he said, "Hey, do you want to go get uh, you want to get a beer real quick and kind of catch up?" I go, "Yeah, sure." So we went and had a beer. I'm feeling super venturous. I go, you know, I'll take a beer and a shot. And he goes, okay. So I end up having just two shots and one beer. That is it. And next thing I know, I'm like, like, whoa. I'm like, that is not sitting well with me. I remember doing two shots and a beer just to warm up with drinking. And now two shots and a beer. And I'm like feeling pretty, uh, pretty topped out. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm feeling, I'm feeling done. Damn. Yeah. Like I, I think the last time that I felt on, I was tipsy, like on the verge of drunk. It obviously could still drive. Like I could, it was that night that you and I went out for your birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, I was still able to drive no problem. Like when we went on that walk, just run, like that pretty much sobered me up because the air was getting a little bit cold. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm good. So but I think that's the most that I drank in a while. Like, oh, really? Yeah, because a couple nights ago uh, for uh, Sacred Friend's birthday, uh, we just went next door um, and had some beers and everything like that. And I was just like, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel good. Like not, not sick, but because Saber and I have a drink in over a month. Mm-hmm. so right off the bat just doing that and i i think what didn't help is that we both had a margarita so like just all the sugar in a margarita and everything like that plus that's the beer. what it is man the sugar the sugar yeah. is what the sugar is what gets us at this old age now because be- sucks. before <laughs> it was like yeah man I'll, I'll i'll have one of those no problem like now it's at the point to where like a little bit of sugar it ruins my day like i won't be i won't be yeah. feeling good the next day yeah exactly so it's it's a motherfucker <laughs> so basically our point is is getting old and you know what it's, it's funny is i bet you 90 percent of the people who listen to us still are probably the same age as us and they're probably looking at us like yeah like we all know this and they're probably laughing because they probably agree too Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether you know it or not, it's like, it's still, you know, and I still find it funny how like there's, there's people our age and even people in their like mid to late thirties that are still trying to party like they're in fucking high school. It's like your body cannot recover the same. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, if you, if you party like that, and then think, oh yeah, you know, I'll I'll be good the next morning. Just a couple of aspirin, and I'll be good. Yeah, no, not the case there, buddy. <laughs> not anymore. I mean, I you're literally gonna be down and out. you're gonna be down and out for at least a week. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's like I, it's at the point where like I've never been big on alcohol. Like I'm, I'm I can give it up if I really wanted to. Coffee's more like my vice. But I mean, like. Yeah. I have a couple of shots and like I feel like buzzed and I'm like, whoa, this shouldn't be happening because I've used to be able to drink way more alcohol and not feel it. But like I have two, you know, all of a sudden I'm feeling kind of like a little sway and I'm always like, oh man, like 
I don't really know if I want really want to drink because no, normally my whole thing now is I like I have a beer or two every other night and that's that's and that's a very strong if I have one. I bought a six pack two weeks ago and I still have like four beers in there. Well, see, that's like uh, we got a twelve pack of Corona and I think we still have like maybe four in our little fridge mm-hmm. and I have no idea when we'll get to them. So it's like I, I don't know. It's Honestly, believe it or not, I'm more like into smoking. Mm-hmm. It's it's the only reason being is because I know how it affects me. Like I I'm not one of those stu- one of those centers that could go out and you know after smoking a, a joint go out and go about their day. No, that's not me. Like for me, solely at night before I go to bed, just to pretty much help me conk out. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, and at that point, my body is so relaxed to where, like, any body aches that I may have, pretty much don't exist. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely that's so, that's literally the the best substitute. So, and I I really want to find a dispensary close to me so that way it's like, you know, either I can buy my own stuff to try to because I I tried rolling before I can't do it to save my life mm. so. I either find something to help me with rolling or just go buy a bunch of pre-rolls. YouTube, bro. Of... YouTube. I, I know. <laughs> there's, there's a YouTube video for everything now. Yeah. I mean, my buddy was like, yeah, I got really into YouTube during quarantine. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, you make, you're making YouTube? He goes, no, man. I just watch YouTube videos. I'm like, how? he goes, I learned how to do this. I learned how to do this. I learned how to do all this stuff just because I watch YouTube every day. And I was like, and that's literally it, man. You want to learn how to do something? You just Google how to do, you know, how to roll blunt, how to do this. And you can literally just watch. Like, I, I, I mean, that's what I've been doing with, like, coffee. It's like I've been learning so much about coffee because I just type in coffee YouTube. And I see all these people doing different coffee drinks and explaining the yeah. whole thing of coffee. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but, but it's uh, good to know that we're stuck to our own vices and doing the same old, same old. So even though it's been a while, let you guys know we're still in the same spot doing the exact same shit. <laughs> same shit, different day. Literally. Same, yeah. You know what I'm doing after the podcast? I'm shaving all my facial hair off. Uh, I need to get a little, I need a, so my, obviously my beard doesn't grow as great as yours. Um, I'm now, I'm starting to see it. It's slowly where it would be separate from my goatee to like this, my sideburns. It's slowly starting to grow a little bit more to where it's super patchy still, but it's almost starting to connect. So (laughs) I'm going to shave it all off and then let it. So you're going to try to make it connect. Yeah, so my goal is I I let it grow out, and now it's at the point, and it's uh, it's a bummer because it's not itchy anymore. Now it's like still kind of thicker. So my goal is to shave it all off, and then hopefully when it grows back out again, the next like two months, I let it grow out. It'll be thicker, and if I just keep shaving it to a little bit thicker, maybe I might be able to get it a little bit more thicker and fine by the time the wedding happens in October. Good luck. So I just need to get rid of it. Also, I haven't had a clean uh, shaved face in like maybe since last year because COVID I've just been having. I've been rocking the patchy beard. And then with wearing a mask, I wear the patchy beard because half the time it's it's covered up. You haven't shaved in a year? That's cute. Yeah, no, trust me. Oh, no, I know I've shaved. I've shaved and trimmed. I've like trimmed my goatee. I'll take clippers. I'll take like my my razor or my like clipper and I'll like put a little clip on it that has like a – a number so it doesn't fully take it off so i've like 
I've like thinned out and like shaved and like cleaned up my goatee to where it's like more of like a five o'clock shadow on my on my goatee instead of it being full length. But I'm actually gonna go down to the surface, fully remove everything off after this. So that's what I get to do after this. Bro, Saber hasn't seen me without facial hair pretty much since we got together. I saw you. I've actually never seen you without facial hair. I've seen you without a mustache. Even when we yeah. first met, you had uh you you had a beard, but it was more. Uh, it wasn't as long as it is now. It was more like just like a. It was more just like hair on your face. I don't know how to explain it. It's a, yeah. it's it was a yeah, short I, beard. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> like like actually actually when I saw uh I got I think it was this year or late last year, either you Saber or someone else reposted the the memory of you proposing. And I forgot that you looked like that at mom. one point. Yeah, it was my mom. I forgot that your beard, like that's how you looked like when we met, and I forgot that your beard was like that short at one point. And I actually had hair. And you had hair, like you, without the hair, you look way older. I think if you yeah. let your hair grow back out a little bit, I think I think that's one way for you to make yourself look younger. Yeah, no, not so much because I've actually, so I haven't shaved my head in a while, mainly just out of laziness. Um, but no, like you can see where the hair is like really thinning. Mm-hmm. So it's like really bad. So no matter what, I'm still gonna look fucking old. And mm. the the gray hairs in my beard are starting to come to the forefront. Uh oh, time to you're gonna have to clean that beard up soon. And like, cause uh, or at least this is the time. And this is what I've been doing a lot is like looking for what hairstyle I want for my wedding and experimenting now because I can always regrow it out and then try try it again. Well, you realize what I'm gonna do for your wedding, right? And probably for mine what I'm just, gonna... I'm just i'm just gonna straighten it i'm gonna straighten my beard and put some beard balm in it Boom. there you go i know that's that's literally the best that's the best bet so, and then uh probably for mine like i'm definitely gonna get it cleaned up like evened out and everything like that uh probably just yeah just make sure that just make it to where everything's even not like yeah i want to try to keep some of the length but i know i'm probably gonna have to give up some like a little bit of it yeah but. yeah how i look in my engagement photos that's what i'm probably gonna do for the wedding where i can slick it back but it's gonna be a little bit shorter so i can have it under control and yeah. um yeah so oh this year is gonna be great <laughs> and i'm almost done with school that'll be one stressor off my plate uh I, honestly i think once i'm done with school like i'll be way less stressed because i've been my stress level has been through through the fucking roof yeah i mean that contributes to a lot of the the blood work results and health stuff yeah so so well hopefully but yeah i got nothing else <laughs> yeah well kiddos thank you so much for being so patient and uh hopefully this clears up a little bit of what's going on with us this is kind of this actually this episode was a little bit more of a personal one than than we uh than we normally go normally we have a lot more jokes but you know it's kind of i think it's i think it's healthy to have a couple episodes where we kind of open up about like what's going on with us because in this time it's like it, it affects everyone and i bet you a lot of you will probably more um more start seeing like the things that we're doing and might be like oh wow these guys are going through it too and also it might be a good episode for you to understand that everyone's going through the same thing right exactly you know it's definitely like it basically we, we just want to show you guys that, hey, we're human, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're people, 
we have our own lives. Like, yeah, in the beginning, it seemed like, you know, we were all fun and jokes, which, I mean, for the most part, we were. But then we just had to kind of knuckle down and get shit done. And, I mean, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back to doing the, the nothing but jokes and shit like that, you know, hopefully soon when things go back to normal. So Absolutely. We definitely, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys, you know, sticking with us and everything like that. So, uh, definitely appreciate it. Um, and still go follow us on Instagram. Uh, we, we haven't had much to post on Instagram, so, but we appreciate you guys. If you follow, uh, give us a, uh, a follow on Spotify iTunes, wherever you listen to it. We are on iHeartRadio, so just uh, look up Power Company Podcast and we'll pop up on there. So, um, And then you can find me at Nick the Hulk Dorio on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I actually have a TikTok too, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's so funny because um, I made a TikTok also and... Yeah, I actually, you know, I actually don't think I follow you on TikTok. I only follow Jessica. I mean, not follow, but like friends with. But yeah, no, right. I was gonna start doing voiceover stuff on on TikTok. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't think I have you either. But I mean, we can change that pretty easily. Yeah, so. that's like literally like a, uh, that's almost like a, like a secret. Like, hey, and uh, <clears throat> man, I have a TikTok. Okay, like, hi, I'm Nick, <laughs> and I have, I'm a TikTok user now. Right. <laughs> like, hi, Nick. I have a TikTok. I started using TikTok and I can't seem to get off of it. <laughs> I can I can quit whenever I want. I just use it to watch and like content. That's it. <laughs> but no, I I am on there. It's the same um same handle as uh Instagram and uh Twitter. So if you guys want to give me a follow, you know, I'll follow you back, you know, whatever. <laughs> so but I am I'm trying to be more active on that because it does seem like you know people uh, look at that a lot more. So yeah. Well, guys, be safe out there and uh, stay tuned for when we get more episodes. Yeah, definitely. Already, bye. Okay, bye.